podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Raspy Voice Kids are back for another week of action. This is episode number 98. We're getting close to number 100. Oh, two left to go. We're going to go down the list. Of course, we're going to do WVU football. There will be an update because spring practice started on Tuesday, the 19th. We're going to give you an update on WVU basketball with the CBI. Of course, when you hear this, we will already know what, in fact, we did to Grand Canyon University. Pop culture is on deck, as always. And we're going to give you a little extra, because that's what we do with the RVK. Joining the Raspy Voice Kids podcast right now. Let's go. There are so many celebrities in the news today. All the business being put out in the street. Those who were good are now viewed as bad. The things that they did that made us happy now make us sad. Okay. We go from the cause, that is Mr. Bill Cosby, Cliff Huxtable, to millions of people around the world, to Robert Kelly, Aura Kelly, to so many. A genius when it comes to the music, composing, writing, singing, but a pervert on par with very few others. (laughs) We think about Michael Jackson leaving Neverland. And so much of what's being said can be disputed. A lot of it cannot. It's undisputable. So the question for the Hey, hey, don't forget to throw Louis C.K. up in there. Louis C.K. Don't forget to throw Louis C.K. up in there. I was going to go further than that. We'll talk about that in a second. Tom Brokaw. Tom, Tom Brokaw. All right, maybe I got the wrong name. Louis but. C.K. <laughs> Throwing names out there. CEOs with lots of power. Of course, um, you've got Harvey Weinstein. There's so many people that the question is not whether or not what they did is it wrong. The question is not whether or not we believe it. The question is, what do we do with their art? I'm Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. This is Jeremy J.N. Fiend. Phoenix, say uh-huh. what's up to the people. I'm in the building. This is... The Raspy Voice Kids podcast, and we are here to talk about pop culture. So, like I said, what do you do with the art, Jeremy? What do you do with a guy like Bill Cosby, the the the, the Cosby Show, where there's nothing inherently wrong with the show, but do you continue to promote and support a rapist, a serial rapist, it's, a convicted rapist? You know what? Obviously, nobody condones that, and 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 you need to pay for your sins if if that's what happened, and and you've been convicted of it. But it's hard to talk about the art, which, you know, on the Chappelle show, he said, say what you want about the music. You can talk about, you can talk about the scandal, but the, but the music is scandal-proof. That's how it goes. It, the music is scandal-proof. So it's, it's tough because um, in this world, sometimes you separate things, at least for me. Compartmentalize. That's a better word. I say separate things. You say compartmentalize. Um, so these people can do what they do off the music. But during the music which has nothing to do with their certain scandal or scenario, I feel like I should be able to enjoy the music. You talk about Michael Jackson, what I hear, that electric guitar comes in, when I hear, you know, Billy Jean, you know, I'm not going to sing it because I can't sing. Those things. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jeremy Phoenix just said he can't sing because I mean, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I can't sing like Bruno. I mean, not I really quite. Hope like, it's that, a close I really call. Hope you don't never have no scandals because you got a whole lot of singing and art out there in the public right now. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah. so what I'm saying is, I enjoy certain music. Certain music gets me pumped up, gets me in my feels, gets me feeling good. I can compartmentalize the fact that this is just good music that I enjoy and not necessarily support the person behind the music. That's how I feel about it, too. My whole thought is, why am I being punished? It's true. 
R. Kelly did these crimes. He needs to be punished for his crime. But now I don't get to listen to it. I'm viewed as a bad person because I'm enjoying the art that had nothing to do with what he did. But my body, my body's telling me yes. See, I'm not familiar with that part of the catalog as a Christian. So uh, I'm just going to have the. (laughs) And the other problem with that is when you start singing songs like that, then you get to think, what was R. Kelly thinking when he wrote it? But when I hear songs like I Believe I Can Fly, I Believe I Can Touch the Sky, I think about it every (laughs) night and day. Man. Like, I'm just sorry. Hey, like, I made it. Yeah. I'm the world's greatest. Yeah. Like, so, and it's not just R. Kelly because, like, somebody said, here, we're talking about R. Kelly, but what about Elvis Presley, who had a teenager, a straight up underage, 15, that's, 16 You know what? Old- that, that's my biggest thing because of the way the media works today, and people deserve to be held, held accountable. 100%. But I feel like people have lost their minds or are living in a box or not seeing clearly or seeing what they want to see. If you don't think these artists or these athletes, and I, I'm adding athletes in there because, like, today, athletes get caught for certain things. Dwight Howard. You have lost your mind if you think that 40 years ago, the people that you hold in such high esteem didn't also have these scandals that were never brought to light. Jerry Lee Lewis with his teenage cousin, 14-year-old cousin. Great balls of fire. Nobody's banning that, censoring that. And there are people who try to make it a race thing. And what I said immediately when I saw that is, nice try, nice try. This is not a race thing. Elvis is dead. Jerry Lee Lewis is dead. R. Kelly and Bill Cosby are very much alive. Straight up alive. But then again, you have to look at... Harvey Weinstein... Is being held accountable. No more powerful man in Hollywood than Harvey Weinstein. He's being held accountable. It's not a race thing. Um, So what what I think it is more than anything else uh, is popularity. Because you've got to remember with R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, these allegations have been going on for decades. They just now got caught. No, I get it. I get it. And I, so I don't. And so and and also I do feel like also, I, I, also, no, no, hold up, hold up. I do feel like at certain times, and maybe I'm out of you know out of loop, but I feel like on the race subject, I feel like sometimes they do a little bit. Roman good. Polanski, another example of a white. I man. feel like they do a little bit dig, uh, deeper digging. But R. Kelly has a video that was out and has been out in the public. And and Ben Ro- and uh, I don't know his real name. Ben, but ben Roethlisberger had two things. Yeah, what video did he have? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It got deleted somehow. Somehow it got lost. No, you're talking about security cameras. I'm talking about R. Kelly. Jeremy, okay. R. Kelly's video right. became like one of the most. Watched. No, I get you. I get that, you. That's what becomes. That's what becomes different. I just feel like sometimes it's just more thorough or more. I don't. A know. A lot of people feel like that, and I feel like they don't have evidence to support what they're saying. Like people try to say Bill Cosby was trying to buy NBC. That's when all these allegations came out. No, these allegations have become have been out for years. I heard. And Thompson at OU, and, and no, and no, and no. I'm not. I'm not trying to look. These people are guilt. Look, Robert Kelly, uh, Bill guilty. Cosby, guilty, guilty, guilty. Like I'm not trying to excuse that. I just feel like sometimes, and like I said, I just gave you examples of people. Roman Polanski still can't come back in the country. Right, right. Um, now Woody Allen gets a bit of a pass, but I'll tell you somebody else who gets a pass. Russell Simmons gets a bit of a pass. Now Russell Simmons is also in Bali where there is no extradition. Russell Simmons is a smart man. Russell Simmons got while the getting was good, and he's gonna live with his billions. Where he can't and also, look, here. look, don't let me go off the look because I'm not saying this on the record, but I'm saying this on the record. Jermaine Dupree, look it up, Google it. They talk about Jermaine the, Dupree has no credible allegations. The allegations, him. I'm just saying the allegations, Google it. Jermaine Dupree, one of the hottest, you know, producers in the music business. Listen to what everybody says. But anyway, Jermaine Dupree did crisscross, he did escape. You know, Chris Cross will make you jump. He jump did Usher. He did B2K. Usher, Bow Wow. He did every, Bow wow. He's been everywhere. But, I, but I'll but i say I've heard no credible arguments for Jermaine Dupree, especially in this Me Too, this Time's Up movement. There's been nothing brought to, against Jermaine Dupree, who is very visible and very public still. Teflon Don. The so charges, what I'm saying, the but, charges but back, don't stick. But the whole thing we got to go back to is what do we do with the art? My argument is 
I shouldn't be punished for what they did. You're taking what I enjoy because of what they did. Now, here's the problem. I can't enjoy their music without them getting paid. And that's what makes it a conundrum. So if I want to stream R. Kelly, if I want to stream Michael Jackson, if I want to stream Elvis Presley or Jerry Lee Lewis, they're, now those guys are dead, but the people who aren't dead, are be, they're benefiting. Profiting, yeah. They're profiting. Um, even though they're not profiting from their crime per se, but the question is should they profit you know, because well, they if they are. have these cases against them, they're paying out money. So hopefully, they pay. They're paying out money. They're paying out prison time. They're paying out Gail King interviews. Jeremy, did you see the R. Kelly interview? With Jeremy, Jeremy, please tell me you saw it. Jeremy, R. Kelly stood up. Jeremy. Look, have you seen Black Panther yet? <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> let me let me guarantee you. Let me guarantee you. Joe Ty Carey laughing with me. Let okay. me, Jeremy, let me guarantee you. You want to see this interview so bad, Jeremy? When he gets up and starts screaming, and Gail King just sits I've there. I've seen all the gifts and the memes and yes, all. Yes, Jeremy, stuff. Jeremy. It's one of the best things. It's one of the best moments. Uh, uh, Robert, it's entertaining. Like, Robert Kelly had it all prepared, um, and he's getting a Razzie, not an Oscar. Let me guarantee and you And the other thing is this. When you make Lock in the Closet, you make a... a no. Did, just let's Fred, do it. Look, look you need to bring... It, did, you, did you not see... Did you, Jeremy, now you're talking about SNL. No, no, no. Bring it, bring it, bring it to the court and say, listen to all, Jeremy, all SNL? 20 or, or whatever episodes so, of Lock in the Closet. Yeah, SNL, SNL made He said, how many... Uh, it was Keenan Thompson playing R. Yeah. Kelly. He said, "How many clues did I have to give you? I made trap in the closet." He said, "All the stuff." He said, it's all such a good sketch. He said, "I made." He goes through all the songs. He's like, "He's like, how many clues did I have to leave?" I probably know if I seen. <laughs> but it's true. So it's such a conundrum. Oh, and to be honest, like oh, I'm, I, I wanted to bring this up and talk about it because this is pop culture, and everybody's got their feelings on it. But you can't just say. Um, I don't listen to so and so. If you didn't like them anyway, because of course you didn't. It's it really becomes an issue when it's somebody that you like their yeah, art. Yep. You like their music. How do you feel about um people? And and where do we stop? Is it just sexual based crimes or is it violent crimes as well? Or do we get people who did white collar crimes like not pay their taxes? Like at what point do we stop? Now obviously, sexually based crimes against children, as Law and oh, Order SVU oh, will yeah. tell you, are especially heinous. No question. No so question. those are without question the worst of the worst. But then there comes like a, you know, do I not watch Do I not watch uh, the movies that have O.J. Simpson in them back in the day? Because now O.J., of course, was alleged to have uh, I was going to say, I mean, O.J. was, was guilty of <laughs> robbing some. O.J. was guilty of robbing somebody. I don't know what you're you, you, you talking about. Last check, that glove did not a fit. Did you not know? fit, so you had to quit. But... Uh, no, nah, but OJ, like they said, OJ, like Dave Chappelle said, OJ did this smell like murder. Yeah, you know, we'll agree to disagree. So, <laughs> you don't, do you remember Chappelle saying that? <laughs> yeah, I do. It smells like murder. Mm, smell like- <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That person did that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Beretta, it. So Beretta did that. Beretta did that. <laughs> so tell us what you guys think because this is just, this is just us talking. I don't have any strong conclusions. The only thing I strongly feel is I don't want to be punished for what other people did. I, if I want to listen to if R. I Kelly's enjoy song, the song, I enjoy the song. Right. If I listen to it while I'm cleaning about or while I'm dancing or while I'm getting ready to go out, putting a button up, white button up on, and I want to step in the name of love, I want to step in the name of love, you step, know? Step, side, side. side. Get them. That's round what it is. Round, dip down. Man, I forgot. I almost forgot about that. Nah, man. So many I'm jams. sorry, but and then, Jeremy, here's one last thing. We're going to say this last thing we're going to be done. Jeremy, do you know there are people who have to say, and this is where people get, start to lose their mind. They're like, R. Kelly's catalog ain't even that great. No, Jeremy. No. I believe I can fly. And when, when I say, Jeremy. Now I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, for the girl, I feel you. Yeah. No, no I just. Come uh, on now. Now I swear to tell the truth and the whole truth. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Like, 
R. Kelly is – Jeremy, do you know R. Kelly wrote, produced, and arranged Fortunate by Maxwell? I didn't know that, but, Kelly, but I believe R. it. R. Kelly wrote – R. Kelly has written so many different people's Say music. what you want about the scandal. Talk, talk about the scandal. But the music is scandal-proof. Rack me, boys! The Raspberry Boys Kids are brought to you by Swill Dog Hard Cider, the finest hard cider in all of the world, made right there in Franklin, West Virginia. They are encouraging you to get Swill. Responsibly, of course. We also want to give a big shout, a big thank you to our partner and sponsor, Astork Auto of Charleston. The man with the plan is Mr. Jamie Spears. When you want to ride in elegance, luxury, and style, they're the ones to see. They'll treat you right, and you'll be driving better. Make sure you tell them that the RVK sent you. Dove V Nation presents Inside the Jersey, a documentary of former running back and always a mountaineer, Eugene Napoleon. He played football, but he did so much more. This documentary shows that. It will be shown on March the 23rd at Kegler's. It begins at 6. The showing's at 7. Admission is free. Don Nealon will be in attendance. Major Harris will be in attendance. Gold recording artist Naya will be there, as well as Brandon Phoenix from the Raspy Voice Kids and so many other people, including WBNC and DJ CL Smooth. You got to get there. You got to be there. It's going to be so much fun. We can't wait to see you. Bring everyone. We been waiting for the cbi tournament we are on the precipice of greatness you ain't never had a march madness unless you had it in the cbi the college basketball invitational the mountaineers invade the pay-to-play tournament of the day really honestly i feel like there's a lot of great tournaments in march yeah the, yeah you got the NCAA tournament you got the nit but honestly i would rather be <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The CBI. I, mean, I know is a lot just, of people was hoping we would win the Big Twelve tournament, but I was hoping we wouldn't. So we look how exclusive this is. How many teams have never been in the CBI? I, has Duke ever been in the CBI? Exclusive. Has, has, think about the Blue Bloods. Kentucky? Nope. North Carolina? Nope. Kansas? I mean, UCLA? This is exclusive. Really exclusive. exclusive. DJ Sway. You don't know about this. DJ Clue. DJ Sway, DJ Clue. No, DJ <laughs> Sway, you don't know about this. You don't know about this. So here we are in the CBI. We start Wednesday. You excited? What, what are your feelings about I'm it? I'm excited. Grand Canyon University. People had the nerve to say, are you going to watch? And first of all, as if that was an option. You can yeah. watch it live yeah. stream on WVUsports.com. If, you don't, if you're not able to live stream, then you're going to have to listen. Um Tony Caridi is a great person to listen to if you're going to get a chance to listen to the Mountaineer win. I'm excited because the same reason I've been excited to watch these young courses, East and West left. I want to see what the young guys do. I want to see how Culver develops. I want to see how McCabe develops. I want to see how Emmett Matthews continues to assert himself. I want to see if Drew Gordon gets any better. Uh, I used to be interested in seeing what Trey Dooms would do if he would get some time, but now Trey Dooms is in the transfer portal, and we won't get to see that. That's right. So... I'm excited about the development of this team. And any chance I get to watch the Mountaineers, I enjoy. Just like bowl games. And somebody was like, so you're going to tell me that the bowl game didn't matter when Will Grid wasn't going to play, but the CBI matters? And my, my point is, I never said the bowl game didn't matter. I said it doesn't matter if it's going to be in the way of you making millions of dollars and changing your family's life. There's a very big difference. 
as a Mountaineer fan, as a school, yes, it matters. And yes, I want to see the CBI. And like somebody said, if they were in a crap shoveling contest, I'd be the biggest crap shoveling contest fan <laughs> if the Mountaineers ran it. That's how I feel, too. Yeah, no, that's what it is. Like, we're Mountaineers, so we support anything they do. And, like, trust me, I've never heard of the CBI, but now that we're that I'd heard of it. it. Now that we're in it, I expect to win. I expect to go the distance. Now, here's the thing. You expect to win. We're the number one seed. But here's the thing. We are the, num- are the number so one So the Grand-, Grand Canyon University. Shout out to Grand Canyon, the only for-profit university in Division One sports. And what do they all, when we talk about them, or at least you mentioned, what is the biggest thing everybody mentions about them when they look at their schedule? That they play Texas. And lost by? 38. That's, that's one point where I've, heard, I've talked to people and they're like, oh, they lost by 38 to Texas. We should smash them. That's not always true. Not only is it not always, always true, you know why I know it's not true? Go ahead. Because Vegas has us as five and a half point favorites. Okay, I didn't know that. At home. Five and a half point favorites at home. They have four seniors. Five and a half point favorites. You think that doesn't make a difference? Four seniors and makes a difference. And they have transfers from Division One, including a former four-star. Also, if you want to look at the 38-point loss, do you know we've lost to Oklahoma by 25-plus points? Yeah. We lost to Texas Tech by 25-plus points during the same season. And you know what happened during the Big 12 tournament? We came back. We beat both those teams. So to look at one isolated incident... Because I keep hearing people say, oh, they lost to Texas by 38. They lost to Texas by 38. We lost big time to two teams, and later on in the year came, came together and found a way to beat them. And Texas swept us this year. There you go. So the other thing I'll say, though, is Thunder Dan Marley, very important to point out. Yeah, Thunder no. Dan. Uh, if you remember, he was part of those teams with Kevin Johnson and Charles Barkley back in the day when the Suns, the Phoenix Suns were playing against Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. For the NBA championship, Thunder Dan Marley is their coach. Grand Canyon's got a lot of skeletons in their closet, Jeremy. They were the only for-profit university in Division One sports. Um, because of that, teams like Arizona State refused to play them in any sport. Uh, they allegedly sold their assets for about eight hundred seventy-five million dollars, making them a non-profit. Okay. University. Okay. And uh, but as Mike Casaza will tell you. Uh, there's some controversy about whether or not they actually <laughs> about what they which act, is about interesting because I was listening to something earlier and talking about how Arizona State wouldn't go to their arena, yeah. And the person was trying to jazz it up like we have such a great home arena oh, that they don't yeah. want to come. You, Rick yeah, Pitino went they there. Do. Rick Pitino and Louisville went there and said it's one of the toughest places to play in the country. Yeah, I bet it is one of the toughest, one of the best places money can buy. As Kansas there, tell you, you okay. Go. So there, there's, a, there's a lot of interesting things. They fired their coach, Jeremy, after he won 23 games. I think he went 23-9 and nine his last season and brought Dan Marley in instead. It's very interesting, the stuff that's going on there at Grand Canyon. It used to be an wow. online university. Uh, so, and most people think that it's just an online university. Like somebody said, who are we playing next, DeVry? Uh, so I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. But what I do know is what I do know is we're only five-and-a-half-point favorites. I like that Chase Harler and Jordan McCabe were out there early tonight getting shots up. Shout out to Chris Hall for posting that on Twitter. They're taking this seriously. When you look at them in the Big 12 tournament, we had nothing to lose. We said it repeatedly. We have nothing to lose. It's true. In the Big 12 tournament, it's they way were different. playing their way to, to get into the NCAA tournament. If you make it, great. If you don't, you weren't supposed to. This is different. We're the favorites. The difference between being the hunter and the hunted. And West Virginia traditionally does not do well as the hunted in any sport. Even this year in rifle. Favorites going into the national championship, hosting it for the first time. Wow. And I the mean. coach said, I listened to John Lowe with Chris Hall, and they were talking about this. The, 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 ah, oh, I forget his name now. The coach for Rifle, legendary coach, won plenty of national championships. 
he said that his shooter said they had more appreciation and respect for the basketball players and football players now that they feel what it feels like to have people watching. Big stage, that's right. They it's, set it's an totally attendance record. Thing. They set an attendance record for NCAA um, rifle national championship uh, or rifle event. <clears throat> and but they had everything they did analyzed, and there's a different kind of pressure. So the same thing for this young team, for Derek Culver, for Jordan McCabe, for Emmett Matthews Jr. Um, Jermaine Haley to some extent, but he is a junior, so I, I don't feel like he'll feel the pressure the same way. Lamont West, same way he's a junior. So does Sags play? Sags is not playing. Bobby Huggins came out and said, "It's it's funny because they did the loop de loo. They they got him with the give and go." They got Texas Tech saying, oh, he might play. And then yeah. I heard on other shows how Texas Tech was really worried about it because they had a team that they played earlier that had a player who was on the line of whether he's going to play or not. They didn't scout him. He dominated him. So great play by Bob Huggins by saying, hey, he might play. When the truth is, here we are four games later or a few games later, and dude still isn't playing. He, well, he said, and this time he said he's definitely not playing. He said he's going to save him because they're going to try to get him a medical and redshirt. You, and do you know that I, the, the medical redshirt works where if you don't play 30% of the first half of the game uh, of the season, yeah. you can get a medical redshirt. So what that means is if SAG plays, if he'd have played in the Big 12 tournament yep. or had he played in the CBI, he wouldn't be eligible for that medical redshirt. Yeah, and I just think it's funny how we go from SAGS was faking to now Bobby Huggins is working to get him a medical redshirt. You understand that when you submit the when you submit a request for a medical redshirt, you don't get one just because you held a kid out. You have to have actual medical records that say that the injury was legitimate. So he couldn't have been faking. The doctors had to have said, or Bob Huggins is complicit in a lie now. So which one do you think? My opinion is that Sag was actually hurt. I think they were overly cautious, and rightfully so because of his yeah. NBA future. Um, I think that he could have played, but I don't think he would have been 100%. And I, and I also, like you said, it puts you in a position where he could not have gotten a medical redshirt had he continued to play. Now, there was some report that Sags responded by saying that is one, that is completely untrue in response to um, somebody reporting what Bob Hawkins said about the medical redshirt. However, it did not appear anywhere. The tweet didn't appear anywhere except for in screenshots. I never actually saw it, and I was following the, twi- the Twitter feed uh, right away, Casazas and others. Um, Sags hasn't said anything about it. In fact, the last time, uh, last thing I saw on tweet was, I cannot comprehend negativity. So I don't know, you know, first of all, even if he did say that's completely untrue, what part is he talking about? The medical redshirt or that he's not playing in the CBI yeah, yeah, yeah. or that, you know, there's all kinds of things that you, people want to jump to conclusions, but we don't really know. What I know is Bobby Huggins is not putting up with a guy who's a cancer because he hasn't. He oh, did it yeah. this year. He showed it. Yeah. He showed he's done Absolutely. with that part of it. And so... Um, people who I saw somebody say get rid of get rid of Sags he's a cancer you don't know what you're talking about you think you do but you really don't know what's yeah. going on you think you know but, but you, you don't know. know you don't know but Trey Dooms Jay what do you think about him entering the transfer portal you know what makes sense like he, he in a year and I heard you say it earlier I'm gonna steal your thought um, the fact that in a year where the guards weren't playing well early on now later on they came on early on uh, even to the middle of the season and he couldn't get on the court. Um, even Bob Huggins always talked about him really well, and yet he couldn't get on. He couldn't get playing time. And this year, I understand you want to go with grass is greener. And like I've said about anybody who's trying to transfer or go pro, you have to do what's best for you and your family and your future. So with Trey Dooms, he hasn't played six of the last seven games. He hasn't played the last five games. Um, he hasn't seen the court at all, especially in a short rotation. I understand. It. He averaged three point eight point minutes per game. Jeremy, he played forty six minutes after burning his red shirt. Now I don't get it. 
if the guy showed you enough in practice to burn his red shirt, he suddenly quit practicing? He suddenly quit trying? And if so, why is he dressing it on the bench? Why is he traveling when you had guys like Tavon Horton who didn't? Yeah. So I, I don't understand. Like that, that's the thing. Is like I don't know behind the scenes, but it's very confusing. What the the, the, the tale I, the the tale of Trey Dooms is very very confusing. And I love like me and you are in a uh, text thread with a few other people, and you even said I don't know what Trey Dooms has. We haven't seen enough of him How to could really you possibly. But know? you know what? You know who has Bob Huggins, and this is where I defer to Bob Huggins, especially. Um, in the latter part of the year, but it still we, gets weird because Bob Huggins recruited him just how many months ago? No, it is. It's it's, it's extremely weird, and that, and that's why Bob Huggins said earlier in the season when he was talking about things that were a problem, he said it was his fault. And I asked him when we had the interview. I said why I wanted him to elaborate. He said because I recruited these kids. Yeah, because I because I brought them in. So I'm curious. I, it's just it's all curious, and I don't know the answer, so I'm not pretending like I do. But it is a curious case, and. While this has gotten, it seems like a much improved attitude, much improved effort. No, absolutely, yeah. This offseason, as far as who comes in and who goes and what we do next I've year. I've never seen so much turnover in my life. This, me either. And and typically you don't see it with legendary coaches like Bob Huggins, who is a surefire Hall of Famer, way overdue, overdue for the Hall of Fame. So what do you, yeah, no, no, way overdue for the Hall of Fame. And I'm going to bring up this last little point. So what happens if we get if we get ran in the CBI first game, Grand Canyon comes well, out. Whoever Thunder Dan Barley's squad hits thirty threes and we go down. If they hit thirty threes first of all. Okay, <laughs> they'll be the Golden State Warriors yeah. and mm-hmm. and also anyway the Monstars. But but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I get your point. Okay, get, they come out and run us. Earthlings. So what the rumor is, and I don't have any. Don't quote me. I mean, you can quote me if you want. Don't quote me, boy, because I ain't. Sick. But anyway, yeah, quote me if you want. But um, I, I heard, I saw that there was a very rich donor who picked up the tab because the CBI is a pay-to-play. It's fifty thousand dollar entry fee. Okay. So there's a donor who paid the fee. So who, if we get run out of the gym in the first game, he's going to be very, he or she is going to be very upset <laughs> about the fifty thousand dollars that came out their pocket for us to get run out of the gym. It's true. I don't think anything that happens for the rest of the season really matters. It's next season that matters. I talked to somebody who's very, um, who's very connected to the program who said, Bob Huggins is a legend, and everybody can have a year like this, and you got to rebuild. But if you have a season like this next year where we have 20 losses, oh. where we win 12, 13, 14 games, where it's affecting attendance in our national prestige. In his history of, of, of coaching, he's never had something like this. I agree, like but this. what I'm saying Maybe is if it happens year. again next year, that's when we start to have the conversation about, what does Shane Lyons do? Yeah, with yeah. A, with an with an aging Hall of Fame coach, who by almost anybody's estimation deserves to call his own shots. But I agree, but isn't bigger than West Virginia University because no one, none of us are. And this is a conversation I don't expect to have next year. I don't either. Yeah, I, think I, I, I know you don't. I think it'll be fixed. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're gonna win. I don't think we're gonna go to the Sweet Sixteen next year, but I think it'll be fixed significantly. Mm. I, you know, whoever makes the Kool Aid at West Virginia, I mean, Shweeway, <laughs> I mean, uh, well, it's just going to be fun. Culver, uh, Sags, the big men, the big men, a year more. I don't Matthews. know. Like, I said, whoever makes the Kool Aid, actually, I'm pretty sure I make the Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, you spike your own drink. I spike, I spike my own drink, and I drink it all. So, that's all right, what so by it the is. time you hear this, we'll already know what happened with Grand Canyon University and West Virginia University, and we'll get to the next part of the CBI. But that's it for West Virginia basketball. It's on to the next. Raspy Voice! The home of the Raspy Voice Kids official pepperoni roll. 
Pizza Place, the Pizza Place of Morgantown, West Virginia, up there on the mile ground. Please go check out Mike and Luca as they hook you up with pies, sometimes heart-shaped pies. They do their very best, and it is the best pizza in the entire state, bar none. The Raspberry Voice Kids approve, and we indulge. Go check them out when you want some real flavor. We want to thank Shrinkables, a longtime partner, our first sponsor. They make the best bulldogs in the entire world. They're so cute, they're so cuddly. You can add them to your family. Shrink up bulls. And finally, the international traveler, quintessential businessman, Mr. Jim Ashley, a proud sponsor and partner of the Raspberry Boys Kids, also hailing from Parkersburg like your boys, the RVK. Please get at us. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. It's a new era, Jeremy Phoenix. And we ain't talking about the hats. Nope. This is Brandon Phoenix joining JN Fiend. I also hate Pitt. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. We're talking about football. The Neil Brown era officially has started. Tuesday, March the 19th, the first day of spring practice. It's time to get them pads popping. It's time to figure out who's really who. It's time to figure out what's really what. I've never been so excited. I really so haven't. So excited. So excited for the pads to be popping. Spring has sprung. The pads popping. I'm about to make a song about that. Yeah. yeah. Pads popping. Uh, they pa- popping. Uh, they pa- pa- popping. Um, <laughs> a little cheesy. <laughs> but they're out Sounds there, like man. Sounds like a little mama song, got to be honest. I said, my lip gloss is popping. My lip gloss is cool. So, so Jeremy, what? typically when it comes to spring practice, I don't really care that much about spring practice. You know why? Because for me, it's like pitchers and catchers reporting. I don't really learn anything from spring practice. Don't let Chris Hall uh, know that because yeah. he will call you out on his show. Yeah. Like I said, what happens for me is typically you you already know who most of the stars are going to be. All the freshmen aren't even on the aren't even on the aren't even on campus yet. But this year it's different. This year's different. You have everything's whole, different. You have a whole new scheme, a whole new coaching staff. Not just a new scheme, a new offensive and defensive scheme. And the thing is, like, so we think there's certain players. Oh, they're guaranteed to start. It honestly depends on how quick they pick up the offense. How much can they retain in their in their mind, and how hard they? There's work. only a few people. Colton McKivitz. I mean, we can go through the list of people who were like pretty much guaranteed starters. Talk about Colton McKivitz, Josh Sills. Yeah, starting on the line. There's a, there's very few people that you can. But guarantee. but you know what? What I love so much, and Marcus we say Sims. That, we say this all the time. It's about competition. It's about pushing each other. I, I love and it. And this year, it seems like it's going to be a fire under everybody because everybody has a chance. Everybody who felt like under the old coaching regime, maybe they didn't get a fair shot or maybe um, they didn't see their potential. Yeah. We're under our new coaching regime. We have a new philosophy. Let's see what you have. Let's get out there and hit it's and run era. and play hard. Like you said, hashtag new era. And that's what we're I didn't at. make it up. They've been saying that. I love it. Yeah. And Neil Brown saying, get it done. I love competition breeds success and that's why i like that austin kendall is not penciled in at quarterback like we talked about last week neil brown said when it's clear it's clear well guess what the same thing about the running back room chad scott the running back coach uh co-offensive coordinator he talked about all the talent that they have there in that running back room but who's going to be the starter jeremy 
We've got four Ooh, guys. We, and are, we got four good ones. That's, that's Four the thing. guys capable of starting. And how are they even going to run them? Is it going to be a two-back system? Is it going to be a one-back system? Are they going to rotate them in and out? How, because before, like under Dana, the running back coach, Committee. Markel Blackwell, he was the one who decided who would go in. Now who's going to make that kind of a decision? These are the kinds of things that we want to see. I want to see these battles. I want to see what Sam James does. I want to see what um, I want to see what uh, Bryce um, Wheaton Bryce Wheaton does. I want to see Jeremy. Did you see what Showtime did? What Jet Life Right did? Showtime Right? Oh, the hundred yard dash. Winter right ten point seven nine. I saw that and I googled it and I looked up and you you know what? And I granted men's and women's ten point seven nine in a hundred meter. The world record. Ah, oh, see, I messed it up. The world record, the women's world record. He barely missed the world women's world record for hundred meters. And I agree. And, 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 and by the way, different. and like you said, just a hood, a hood kid is out here on the track. This track is not his thing. He's just lightning fast. He's tiny. They list him at 160 or five eleven one sixty. But so was Stavon. So exactly. That's what I can't wait to see. And the kids got as much confidence as possible. Is he going to get to play, or is he going to get that red shirt? We don't know. You got a battle there at tight end. Is it going to be Giovanni Haskins? Or, or which, which you would expect, the former four-star transfer from, from uh, Miami? Or are you going to get, um, what's his name? The uh, I was hoping you knew it because yeah, I got it. Mike, Michael Laughlin. Oh, Mike, Laughlin. The, 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 was he a four-star last year? Joe St. Patty's Day, yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Laughlin. It, 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 I'm just curious. And he had the injury, of course. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how Dylan Spalding responds from his from his injury. That's right. I forgot. Just, you know what? I almost forgot about old so Dylan. Dylan so, from Virginia. There's so much to be revealed in spring practice. Does Vendarius Cohen respond to the criticism by Vic, Vic Koenig? Koenig? Do the Stills boys show the hunger and stuff they showed at the end of the year, man? I don't I, think there's any question about the Stills boys. Yeah. That's not, again, other people you can pencil in as starters. I feel like, I feel like they running, need to play, we ready. They, they are hungry and ready. And I, you, see, you see them on Instagram, them dudes, them dudes well, get it they, in. They ready. The thing about the Stills boys I love is they're focused. Like, they don't care about nothing but greatness. They don't care about nothing but greatness for them and their teammates. Meet so, me at the so, quarterback is going down. So Vic Koning is going to run that four two five that everybody was fiending for. The th- same thing that Gary Patterson runs typically uh, most of the time over there at TCU. So we're going to get to see how it works. TCU usually has the best defense in the conference. It's not just because of scheme, though. It's because Gary Patterson is a defensive guru. Vic Koning had you plenty. Said, had plenty. Huh? No, my bad. You said Vic Koning running four two five. I was like, man, he kind of quick. Oh, he's real. Vic Conan's fast. Vic Conan <laughs> need to be on the field. <laughs> Defensive scheme. Does he have any eligibility left? So, uh, Defensive scheme from the 3-3-5 three, three, to the 4-2-5. Quandarius Qualls getting moved from linebacker to a defensive end, which is interesting because they're going to have what they call bandit linebackers. And those linebackers do the inside linebacker thing, and they also do the, they go down to being a down lineman. So it's kind of a hybrid. You get a mix. But Qualls in there, because we have a lot of depth at linebacker if we stay healthy. Qualls, one of the guys who was injured last year. I'm so Jeremy. I'm so excited. I want to see does Keith Washington continue to make his progress and remain a starter. Yep. Keem Bailey. What do we see out another of another year Nor- for these quarterbacks? Josh Norwood, yep. the athlete, yep. the transfer from Ohio State, who who showed flashes last year. National championship, son. You get me pumped uh, up. I, I can't I, wait. But but my thing is, I'm like trying to get you pumped up. I honestly don't know what to expect except for battles, battles. Beget battles. Beget battles. Quinn Hall, who had a couple of big plays against Syracuse in the bowl game. Redshirt freshman, what's he going to do? Um, my favorite player on the team, Anthony Del Percio. Talk nice to me. Ah, uh, that's my dude, man. He quit. <laughs> <laughs> he quit. 
My man's quit. No, he, he said, yeah. He said he's and everything he's talking about. He's like, yeah. He's uh, this lunch hits a little different now that I'm not on the team. No, so, man. So we got, so he had to, my I know you try to go Anthony on, but Del like Perso, he had the best haircut probably in the nation. No, he just they, and he was the most infectious. Uh, Tyrone Carey would tell you he was his favorite guy. Man, he loved Neil Brown. You ain't talk nice to him. You got to talk you nice. Ain't to talk him. nice you gotta to talk, him. But he's Neil? going a different direction. Um, he wasn't going to play evidently. But that's my dog. Shout out to Andel Persil. Shout right. out to him. Um, we're going to talk nice no matter what, man. We're going to stay talking nice. Right, look, for forever and always. So I'm just curious. And everybody wants to give Austin Kendall the guarantee. And I just, I I, I feel strongly that Trey Lowe has a say. I don't think Jack Allison, Jack Allison's one-dimensional. I agree, I agree. And so unless he's Peyton Manning, I don't think he can win the race. I think the only option is Kendall or Lowe. We better like, find out. But look, we but I like that out. we have three viable division And three quarterbacks who are going in hungry and and With feel like and feel like they have an opportunity to make you know be starting quarterback. That's going to push them all. Yeah, and I, and I I I just I'm so excited about all of this. I love the positive energy. I love the transparency. I love how much we're getting to see all these people. Oh, shout to the pizza place, one of our sponsors, our favorite pizza. Yep. They are the official. They have the official pepperoni roll of the Raspy Voice Kids. Uh, shout to Mike and Lucas Scott Deluzio. Over there. We saw you with Neil Brown, son. Hosted Neil Brown we at the saw pizza you. place in Morgantown. That's how you know that's how you know Neil Brown, man. He's making all the right moves. He's, he's, going, the to the, he's going to the pizza place. He's getting that that thick uh Sicilian slice. Well, I don't know which one he ordered, to be honest with you. Uh, but what I do know is it's only the best for the <laughs> right, best. Right, it doesn't matter. It the doesn't first matter what family deserves nothing less. And we know that them pizza place boys took care of him. Shout to them. Oh, Shout sure. to Neil Brown. By the way, with Trey Lowe. And he had a little bit of a goatee. I don't know if he's trying to change no, it. Uh, no, yeah, no, I don't know what he's no, going. No, trying no, to get man. a little G with his. I will say Trey Lowe, if he scores a touchdown, I wonder if we could play Trey get low, 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 low. <laughs> I don't want to see Trey getting low. got to be honest with you. I just want to see. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, run over somebody. See, get, to, get your mind in the right spot. Get yeah, but run. you sang the song. I mean, that's what That's right. I'm, the song, I'm, the song I'm, ain't about running nobody over. That's But but it, it also ain't about Trey Lowe. Like, I'm switching it up. <laughs> Trey Lowe, get low, shoulder somebody, dive into the end zone. West, West Virginia instead of Seven Nation Army. That's what I want to hear this year. All right, year. that works too. That works too. So, But, yeah, so, so it's, it's – Man, it's piping up time. It's, it's piping up, and you know what's coming around? The spring game. Saturday, April the 13th. Be there or be square and basically not a mountaineer. That is what we're saying. Unless you got to work. Unless you got to work. Unless you got to work. The thing about the spring game, too, that you need to know is it's not just there for us to go watch them. It actually benefits the Children's Hospital. So that $10 you're paying benefits the Children's Hospital. Very important to note that. Neil Brown says there's going to be surprises. Typically, the spring game to me is just a it's just a glorified scrimmage. But we know what the surprises are. Do we? Jersey release is it? It, said, it? it better be. Oh, exactly. We don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. But I'm telling you, they got me hyped enough. I'm watching. I'm curious about all who they bring social back. media. Remember when Dana had Gino come in and throw a touchdown pass to to to? Um, yeah, that's cool. I'm more interested in how tight the jerseys. But are. I'm just okay. curious about who they have come in because I think he's going to. I think part of what they're going to do is a healing process to bring Pat White back, to bring Steve Slate back, to bring Gino back, Tavon, who just got a new contract. Shout out to Tavon. I saw you sitting on that Bentley boy. Yeah. Sitting on a big body. I don't even know if you're tall enough. Big to, money, to, cash I don't know if money. I don't know if you're tall enough to sit in it, but he driving it. So, anyway, uh, shout out to him. So, I hope we get to see that kind of thing come back. That's the kind of thing that gets fans excited. You know, you watch Ohio State. You watch Alabama. You watch these other schools. USC, so, bringing Will Ferrell in for, for that kind of yeah, stuff. Like, and, it's just exciting. And, it's and, just fun. And, and what's his name? Uh, 
Oklahoma, they're having who that Blake not Blake Shelton. Who they have? Is it Blake Shelton they're having singing uh, Norman? I don't know. I I would like I propose it on Twitter. I would like Brad Paisley to come out for our spring game. That would be awesome to have. We have celebrities. We've got Jennifer Garner. We've got Brad Paisley. We've got people that can come out and pipe it up. And I want to see him pipe it up. I want the spring game to be an event. I'm going to be in the building. We're, we're working on press credentials, Mike Montero. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. This is the most excited I've been for football, for, for WVU football. Because even with Dana when he came in, it wasn't directly going to be Dana's team. This is the most excited I've been since I, since I, can't, I can't remember. Yeah. I cannot remember. It's, it's got to be after the Sugar Bowl when we thought we were going to win the national championship the next year. So that's it. That's what we got for West Virginia football. Uh, on to the next segment. Rat me, boys. Big shout to the Raspy Voice Kids' newest sponsor, Sports Fans, run by Chad Rogers right there in Hurricane, West Virginia. He's got all of your gear covered. If you want to look good and feel good, go to Sports Fans. That is S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N-Z-W-V.com. Chad Rogers, man with the hookup. We also want to give a big shout and thank you to Sandwich You, the king of the fat sandwich. Please get at them and tell them the Raspy Voice Kids sent you because you will not have a sandwich that is better. You also can't have a shake that is better. George Tanyos in there doing his thing. Chris Truck Neal, always supporting the brand. We love them, and you're going to love them too. Tell them the RVK sent you. Astor Auto of Charleston is West Virginia's premier automotive luxury dealer. We sell Land Rover, Jaguar, Mercedes-Benz, Volvo, and Audi brands. We also have a wide variety of pre-owned luxury cars at our store on Corridor G. Our service department also goes the extra mile and aims to exceed your expectations. We offer free pickup and delivery on service appointments to make your life easier. Come experience a new level of service. Astorgado of Charleston, a tradition of automotive excellence. Learn more at astorgado.com. So this is the last segment of the show. We want to talk about Mike Trout. Jeremy, did you see what Mike Trout is going to sign with the with the Anaheim Angels? No, tell me about it. Twelve years, four hundred and thirty million dollars. That cash is ridiculous. Jeremy, they said he's going to make six hundred or sorry, sixty seven thousand dollars plus per at bat. And the reason this is crazy. The reason that number is significant is because the average family income in the United States is sixty six thousand dollars a year. He makes more money in one at bat than the average family income in the entire United States. It's so the richest country in the world. Crazy. So that's just stupid money. Now. California is going to ta- tax the bejesus out of him. But that said. And it's funny because people will say, well, just remember when you're watching, it's entertainment. Is it? <laughs> is it $400 million, is it? But here's my question. So everybody's going to say, no man is worth that much money, right? That's what they'll say, right? Yeah. How much money do you have to make to be able yep. to pay somebody Bingo. $430 million? Because he's Bingo. not the only guy on the roster. He's not the only guy in the organization. So if you can pay one guy $430 million over 12 years, and you can afford to pay several other guys enough to make them multi-million dollars, How much are the owners making? How much are the owners? Because they always want to cry poor. They always want to say they're not making enough money. They always want to say they're losing money. That's why they want everybody else to build their stadiums. That's why they want everybody else to pay the bill. Yep. When I say that, I mean taxpayers. How much money are they making? Will they open the books? The answer is no, because their private organizations are not required to. And I'm not in their business, but the next time you want to criticize a ball player and say they're not worth something, go check the person who's paying them. Because they've got way more, and if the player's not worth it, the owner isn't either. Wow. I just want y'all to know, actually what I just say is, 
No matter what we said today, because we said a lot. We didn't talk about a R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, we talked about Barbara. Roman Polanski. We Robert. talked about, you know who we, we left out, Woody Allen. We should have been talking about Woody Allen. But we left Get him out. Get them all in there. Get them all in there. No matter what we said, no matter what we did, please don't forget, he is Jeremy Phoenix. I'm Brandon Phoenix. And we also hate Pitt. Podcast Network.